There's really miracles waiting for us around so many different corners of life. Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters and some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, listeners, and welcome back. I am. I'm really honored to be able to share today's episode. Let's see if I can make it through this one without crying. (laughs) This special soul who I'm going to be sharing some stories about today, I can guarantee you that her human, if she's listening to this, is already crying. (laughs) They are what I would call the beautiful soul tears. Just the tears that flow when you're sharing the stories or reminiscing or connecting to an angel, just a soul that has an impact, right? Today, we're going to be chatting about Sasha. And so Sasha is, I guess I could say, a client or was a client of mine, her and her human, but they're definitely way, way, way more than that. They're definitely both grew to be family for sure. Back in the day, back in the day, Sasha's human is one of the most amazing humans you could ever meet. Just wonderful. And every single year, she gives me an anniversary gift for when we first met. I think we've had seven anniversaries together going on eight. So, This story unfolds from when I was first really jumping into energy medicine for animals. Sasha's human had found out about me from a newspaper article that I was in, which was so cool. So fun. You're such a big deal if you're in the news (laughs) in a small town. But it was really cool. It was a neat experience, but it unfolded me meeting Sasha and her wonderful human. Unfortunately, though, when I first came to meet them, it's interesting. Raz is doing a little bit of burrowing as soon as I started talking about this. Raz actually knew Sasha quite well, too. And so it's interesting to see because he's been sleeping all morning while I've been recording. But now as I just start chatting about her, he's, he's doing some movement. So I bet you he's dialed into who we're talking about too. Sorry. So when I first met Sasha and her human, Sasha was unfortunately not in good shape at all. If I'm remembering this correctly, Sasha was having difficulty replenishing her white blood cells. She had had, I believe, two or maybe three blood transfusions 
and she like would not be able to have another one. It just wasn't an option. And so it was one of those things where they were running out of options. I guess that's the best way to put it in the medical realm. It's a little different now, I would say, but when I first started, that's how I met a lot of my clients, was last shot at trying something, which I totally get. It's different. It's becoming more mainstream, different types of energy work, but it's, it's not super mainstream yet on the side of the world getting there. And so sometimes when people come, it is, it's that last resort and I'm totally okay with that. That's all right. I came into this situation, came into this home. The owner was just bawling. Sasha's human was bawling. It was very emotional, understandably so. And so I connected in with this beautiful soul. And the first thing she said to me is, watch how you look at me. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much for that reminder. Because in my mind, after I had done a debrief with, I'll just say her name because she's not going to care, Denise. It's just so much easier than always saying Sasha's human or Sasha's guardian. I try not to say owner, shifting out of that, but I did slip and say it once in this. After doing the debrief with Denise, I was like, oh my gosh, am I here to help this dog transition? And this was before the time that I'd gone through all the different animals transitioning. This was still at the time in my practice where I was, "Uh, I don't want to be a part of animal transitioning. That's way too hard for me. No, I had some different things going on in my mind. And Sasha, this beautifully connected animal, was just like, hey, watch your mindset. And 100%, I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I will totally watch my mindset. And I had to become neutral. I had to not predetermine why I felt I was there. And I needed to just trust and follow what showed up. Sure enough, that is what I did. I just listened to the innate and I followed what needed to unfold within that session. So one of the beautiful things, so when it comes to energy medicine, I use the term energy medicine practitioner because there are different trainings that I have taken to help navigate, understand, translate, or observe what's going on with the body. One of the biggest modalities that I've done a lot of training in, which I absolutely love, is body talk. When we're doing a session, sometimes we'll move into a body talk session, but there's also the ability to pull in other modalities, whether it be Reiki, sound healing, you know, matrix energetics, different things like that, linking awareness that you can be pulling in. And what's beautiful with the body talk system is it allows a blend between all of these. It allows you to pull in other modalities. The other thing though, is it also has you check in, what does this being need next? We were able to establish a timeline of how often Sasha was needing these sessions. And so I believe to start, it was every two weeks. And then it started to go to every four weeks. And then it started to go to every six and then every eight. And sure enough, 
one by one, session by session, this dog started getting better. And it just blew my mind because 100%, it helped me trust in all that was there. And please don't get me wrong with this because she was still being supported by her vet as well. And I think that's a very important thing to talk about is this Eastern Western mindset. You will never hear me say that we don't need vets. There are certain things that need to be supported. There are certain surgeries that need to have. And so please, in listening to these podcasts, don't jump into the assumption that there's not a need at times for Western practices. There definitely is. I think there's just this understanding of where both can be utilized and when what is needed, if that makes sense. There was and there continued to be support for Sasha from her vet, but it worked very well with the energy medicine aspect that I was able to bring into the situation. Yes, day by day, week by week, this beautiful soul started to heal and get better. Oh, it was just such a remarkable journey. I learned so much from this connection. This dog was great. This dog was definitely a teacher for me as well because Sasha also wouldn't let me work hands-on with her. I think we've talked about this before, but the beautiful thing about energy medicine is I don't actually need to touch you. Sometimes for humans, it's helpful. For me, I love it because I'm a very tactile person and I'm a connected person. And so I love touch. So I love doing hands-on, but a session can be just as effective, if not more effective, hands-off or even from a distance. And so with Sasha, Sasha did not like hands-on. She was a pretty energy-sensitive pup. Sasha didn't like me to work hands-on. So first of all, I'm like getting into working with animals. So one, I'm trying to explain what energy medicine is. And then two, I'm trying to be confident enough that I can hold space to do this off of the body and also hold space that the human, Denise, might be thinking I'm crazy not even touching her animal and trying to convince her that things are going to happen or change or shift. That was the one thing that was always fascinating about Sasha. The next thing that was really fascinating is while I was talking to Denise before the session, Sasha's just like looking at Denise. She'd look at me. She'd look at Denise. She'd look at me. She'd look at Denise. And she's like, she's the one who needs the session. And I'm like, I know, honey, I know it would probably be good for her to have a session too, but I'm here to do a session for you. And that's it's a very common message that I get from animals is they think I need the session. They're the one who needs the session. <laughs> it's so true because we're often the ones who are stressed out or out of balance, but we're more likely to do something for others. We're more likely to do something to help our animals than we are to help ourselves. And so there's a beautiful way we can all grow is by doing things for ourselves and our animals. 
But even in doing things for ourselves, that shifts our energy, it shifts our vibration. Then maybe those things that we feel we need to do for our animals, we may not just by simply making ourselves healthier. That's the key thing. And so Sasha's looking at me. So I'm like, babe, like I'm here to do the session on you. I need to do the session on you first, but don't worry, I will bring it up. Once I was done doing the session, I looked at Denise and I was like, she's like tears running down her face, understandably so. Hey, Sasha's saying that she would like you to have a session as well. And she's like crying. She's like, what? Like, you think I'm a mess? <laughs> and she had a good laugh. Thankfully, Denise has a beautiful sense of humor. She totally knew she needed a session too. But these two souls then really opened up my eyes and my world to doing sessions for humans and their animals, which is perfect. And I still do that for Denise and her beautiful animal. And so Sasha, since has transitioned, here comes the tears. She had a beautiful life and she had a pretty special and beautiful transitioning too. I was lucky and blessed enough to be there for Sasha's transitioning with Denise. And then this new beautiful soul has come into Denise's life when the time was right. And I do sessions for her and this spunky new soul. And this spunky new soul lets me work on the body. <laughs> she loves it. She thinks it's great, which is absolutely awesome. But I have to give so much love and gratitude to Denise and Sasha because I've learned so much from both of you and so enjoyed this relationship and where it's gone and how it grew and how it healed. And Denise also, I think, became one of my biggest fans. My practice is where it is today because of her. I think she went and told the whole town about me after that. <laughs> and it's amazing how word of mouth can blossom. But these two have been such a big part of my journey. And I have so much gratitude for both of them as they are two just spectacular souls. If you know them, you know what I mean. There's really miracles waiting for us around so many different corners of life. And they sometimes show up in really, really weird wrapping paper, but they can be so life-changing once you unfold that gift and get to bring it in. And so I hope that everybody's enjoyed today's share, today's session about these miraculous souls in human and dog form. Have a great day. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness. That they are not a diagnosis or are they applicable to all animals. 
More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them. 